Tonight's message for this Ash Wednesday comes from our Old Testament reading in Joel. Tonight is not the first night that you believed the Lord. Today was not the first day that you believed in God. That was a time long ago in your youth. I'm not talking about your youth in years and months and days, no. You are no longer in the youth of your faith. Since then, as in Joel's congregation, since then, locusts and drought and famine have tested your faith. The affliction of sin and the starvation of your body and soul is very, very real. It is only in the patience of the Lord that he has relented from disaster. That he has been patient. That he has not yet returned you immediately to dust. Now, the day of the Lord is coming for you. It is near, but it is not yet. Make haste. Make haste, for the time of repentance is truly now or never. Lest you try and attempt and predict what tomorrow may bring. From the prophet Joel, verses 12 and 13. Yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. And rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. And he relents over disaster. Locusts and drought and famine. Those were the sufferings of Joel's congregation. Locusts and drought and famine are the sufferings of this congregation. But yet, locusts and drought and famine are nothing compared to the day of the Lord for those who do not turn to him. Turn back to the Lord. Turn back to the repentance of a youthful faith. This is only done with all your heart, by fasting from your idols. These things in your life, they're not yours according to your will. Turn back to the Lord, mourning the time that you spent facing false gods. Turn back to the Lord, weeping from within your very conscience, weeping for your very soul. Now you know, you know in the youth of your faith, you've repented like this before. You've emptied yourself. And you know the fullness of the Messiah that follows. 
You remember these times in the youth of your faith. You know that the steadfast love of the Lord means that he is slow to anger. The Lord is slow in returning you to dust. The Lord is patient. The Lord has given you time to repent. Shall it be now? Can you really afford to wait? It's not your last day yet. Yet, deliverance is possible today. Rend your hearts and not your garments. The Lord doesn't want your goods in exchange. The Lord doesn't want your sacrifices in trade for his deliverance. Does it not already all belong to him? Turn your heart to the Lord. Rend your heart and bear all. We congregate this this Ash Wednesday this evening. We congregate to the sound of a trumpet because it is an unmistakable sound. Ash Wednesday. 40 days of Lent begins. Also, just as unmistakable, is that mark upon your forehead. For the congregation, hearing the prophecy of Joel, they had long forgotten the faith of their youth. And Joel's call to repentance is certainly from the Lord. The faith of our youth is easily forgotten. Because our faith has been attacked. It's since been attacked by the plagues of our very own sinful desire. And our faith suffers drought. My friends, I'm sounding an alarm on God's holy mountain. The thought of your ashes that await you on your last day should make your heart tremble. So we shall, and we should, gather. Gather to beg for our Lord to spare us. Spare your people, O Lord, and make not your heritage a reproach, a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God? And he who abounds in steadfast love becomes jealous for his land. He becomes jealous because the Lord remembered and remembers his promise. Jealous for his land. And in that, the Lord zealously defends you in that promise. And he who abounds in steadfast love has pity on us, us, his people. This is the result of the congregations returning to the Lord in humble repentance and in confident faith. Because the Lord again and again accepts you as his people. He hasn't turned his back on you. The Lord has always been there. Yet, to refuse his sovereignty is to be unalterably opposed by God. But you, 
You are his people. You are his heritage. You are the very apple of his eye. Any harm done to you is a serious violation of God's sovereignty. And anybody, they who cross that well-defined line shall be punished by him as such. This is your Lord. Be confident of the zeal of the Lord that defends you. The zeal of the Lord spares you. You, you who have returned to the faith of your youth. Simply believing in God. Simply knowing his power. Simply knowing his involvement in your life and facing him with every need that you have. Physical needs, mental needs, emotional needs, spiritual needs, even though the locusts and the drought and the famine seem to consume you from every direction. The Lord's first words to the congregation of Joel, the Lord's first words to the starving are thus, Behold, I am sending to you grain, wine, and oil. The physical needs are supplied first. These are immediate needs of Joel's congregation. The physical needs are gracefully given in abundance. For Joel's congregation, the food staples that they have been starving from, those staples will be restored in ample sufficiency. The grace of the steadfast love of the Lord has also given to you what first belonged to him. It's what he created. Food, clothing, shoes, house, home, family, and friends, and all that you have. He supplies what you need for your body, and also your reproach is lifted. The congregation listening to Joel, having repented, heard this next word of the Lord. I will no more make you a reproach among the nations. The Lord's deliverance will prove to the heathen world that surrounds you that you are people of the Lord who believe his word. The Lord to whom all sovereignty belongs. The Lord who does mighty things. And the Lord who gives upon your dusted soul an early rain. An early rain now. In the beginning of Lent is what you need. For the Lord is a teacher of righteousness that not only speaks justice, but also comes as a Messiah who shall continue to pour down upon your head an abundant rain. This is the rains that were delivered to the congregation of Joel. And for you, the dust on that last day. The dust on your head that testifies to your death earned by your sin, that dust shall be washed away. That death will turn to life. A Messiah who has earned this for you. A Messiah who forgives you. And a Messiah that tells you through Joel, 
You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. And you, his people, shall never again be put to shame. To never again be put to shame. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.